Welcome to the Bhagavad Gita for Everyday Living podcast series by Gautam G, senior disciple of Swami Partasarti. In this podcast on chapter 3, verse 11 and 12, Gautam G continues to elaborate on the attitude of service and sacrifice in all spheres of our lives. One young Swami went to the Himalayas to meditate, and when he was trying, there's a monkey constantly coming and disturbing him. That's also one story, true story. So, he tried and tried, and monkeys, you know, is a menace. So, he went to the senior Swamis there, because they must have gone through this. They said, very simple. A kamandalu, you know, a kamandalu, the heavy brass vessel for use for water. It has a narrow uh, mouth, right? So he says, you just fill that, fill it about half with peanuts and keep it there and you start and keep a stick next to you. And then they told him what to do. So what will happen is the monkey will come and he came and he put his hand in the jar. Peanut means they can't resist, right? And once they put the hand in the jar, they can put the hand in, but when they fill it with peanuts, they can't take it out. And they can't run away because that it's a solid brass uh, vessel, you know. They can't, it's not strong enough to carry it. So, once he comes in, just give it a whack with your stick. Hmm? So, he gave him a whack. And he thought, nah, now he's got his lesson, he'll run away. But they won't run. You give them another whack. Give the monkeys a whack, monkey a whack till it became black and blue. Still it won't. Until it's the point of death, finally it will leave and run after all the bones are broken. So what's the story? <laughs> Who's the monkey? <laughs> what a stupid monkey. Now come to the real That hand in your jar, you will not, that selfishness, you will not let go. No matter how much you get beaten black and blue by this world, all your life will be complaining, this is not good, husband is terrible, children are horrible, job is not property tax is bad, the roof is leaking, blood pressure going up, blood sugar going down. No matter what happens, you will not leave that selfishness. And what is that selfishness? What are we doing? This weekend, where are we going on vacation? For that peanut enjoyment, you will not see what all is going on in your life. Just that craving for that next, at least I'll get two peanuts, no? This is the condition of everybody. You just can't. So, this is the tenth verse. Clear? Devan bhavayata nena te deva bhavayantu parasparam bhavayantah shreyah paramavapsyatha 
nourish the gods with this and may those gods nourish you nourishing one another you shall attain the supreme good so see now these are the verses which if you take it literally you will go to go wrong so if you take literally what does it mean this is what people quote you know what you are talking all this vedanta and all see what it is saying you nourish the god means you sacrifice to the god they'll give you and by doing this i'll attain the supreme good that's it now shut up <laughs> that's all you want to hear so i do a ritual god will bless me and that i'll be supreme one day and that's it this is the actual literally how it seems now nobody has the intellect to go beyond and understand what he's trying to say so first of all when he uses the word gods g o d s if you notice in the commentary also it is not with a small capital g it's with small g it doesn't refer to the supreme being which is one so people believe hinduism and this is all polytheistic so many gods there's no such thing there's one supreme reality brahman so the gods represent the manifestations of that supreme being in the world which is millions therefore you have millions of deities so the whole plan was when you pursue the world everybody pursues the world right instead of asking you to think of god wherever your mind goes they planted a god mind goes to success there's a god money Uh, agriculture rain sea anything so while you are pursuing the world there's some remembrance of the divinity that there is something beyond all this that's the whole idea so nourishing the gods means whatever your field of activity is you must use the principle of sacrifice what have we just said so gods here represent the various fields people pursue could be music it could be business it could be science in any field your attitude should be to serve to sacrifice if you do that that field itself blesses you nourishes you back in the sense you will be extremely productive i just explained all that and by doing this you will attain the supreme so as you work in a spirit of service and sacrifice you can maintain that attitude you will reach self realization you'll get the supreme being that's all it means so how they misinterpret and in the, all the religions they say the same thing see in the bible he says first ye seek the kingdom of heaven and all these things shall be added unto you this is actual quote from the bible and now what is the literal meaning how will you understand it hmm? all these things you shall seek pray you pray all these things shall be given to you that's the literal translation he's not saying that he's saying you seek first the self don't worry about these material stupid things they are given you seek the higher 
the lower is taken care of that nobody wants to, nobody understands what that means that's actually the mean first ye seek the kingdom of heaven and all these things shall be added unto you hmm? translation is yes i want all these things to be added to my balance therefore i'll pray to kingdom of heaven for that so nourishing one another see if you act in a spirit of yagnya you will be nourished in the sense you maintain that enthusiasm you maintain that cheer and joy in life otherwise friends what happens is if you are selfish no matter what you get it becomes a routine monotonous existence you feel that monotony oh god i have to work <laughs> even if you are getting more wealth or whatever you get neutralized to that i told you there's an article wealth fatigue syndrome have you read that <clears throat> google it when you go home today if you haven't haven't done it one of the most educational articles you'll get it was written in england many years ago so he says that you get fatigued by that urge for more wealth so you get so bored you get so tired and monotonous so these are he's talking about people every year they change their garden landscape some of the states it costs a million dollars to do that million dollars every year one year is chinese landscape second year japanese landscape third year is uh, you know indian must be now hmm? boring look no you get bored of everything everything becomes like there is no nourishment of life itself <clears throat> celebrities have committed suicide every second day overdose suicide. why people who have everything bored neutralized means nothing you lose the enjoyment because there is no higher purpose in your work there's nothing to invigorate you excite you nothing to look forward to so this that's what he's trying to say nourishing one another your work should nourish you you should nourish your work that's what he's saying the right attitude through this with this with yagna you will attain the supreme good so these verses are just incredible what they are trying to say but how badly it's misinterpreted that's what you must make a note hmm? even in the gita itself he says so many places in the ninth chapter he says ananya chintayanto maam if you worship me thinking of nothing else ananya chinta means no other thought फाइटिंग <laughs> so childish 
so infantile i can't tell you these fights and nobody understand what's going on clear well ishtan bhogan hi bo devaha dasyante yajna bhavitaha taidattan pradayaidhyah verily the gods nourished by sacrifice will give you the desired enjoyments he who enjoys what is given by them without having offered to them is indeed a thief so last time the 11th verse he says nourish the gods with this see now this concept of gods again this is important to repeat for some of you who don't know people have this concept that hinduism or this part of the world is polytheistic lord of gods and all there's no such thing god is always singular it's the reality which underlies all this like it's the ocean which underlies all the waves a wave can be big small thick thin it's nothing but water similarly this multi faceted pluralistic world is nothing but that one self reality god the substratum it's like the movie is projected on the screen every aspect of the movie is nothing but the screen the screen is the substratum that's that's the god the reality the self whatever you want to call it it's one but since that is unmanifest it's not manifest to the body mind intellect what is manifest is the world so they knew these great sages in the past is very difficult yesterday also we had a question right how can i think of something which i don't know it's very difficult so what they did is instead of asking you to think of god which is impossible at least in the beginning wherever your mind went they planted a god look at the beauty of the thinking thousands of years ago so your mind goes to wealth lakshmi your mind goes to success ganesha fisherman mind goes to the ocean will be varuna farmer's mind goes to the rain is indra anyway doctor's mind goes to disease there the disease deity you know everything there is a god so but it's not different these are manifestations of that one god just as waves are manifestations of the ocean got it so what he said in the 11th verse is nourish the gods and may they nourish you means in a spirit of service and sacrifice in that field god represents the field of action you must function in a spirit of service that field will bless you with success like i have already explained he is only continuing on the yagnya principle now if you don't understand the philosophy you go into the literal meaning you say yes whatever god you want a blessing from uh, pray to that god nourish that god build a temple for that god this is what people understand 
nothing like that. You have to understand the meaning. So, in the 12th verse, which we have just chanted, he says, the gods nourished by sacrifice, when you work in a spirit of service, in that field, you will get the success. You will get the productivity and success in that field. There is no question about it. But the second line of the verse, now he shifts to your attitude in life. So if you analyze friends, what he's saying here is, he who enjoys what is given by them without having offered to them is a thief. Very strong words he uses. Stena eva what it means is you take all the time without that feeling of gratitude and repayment. You are a thief. So if you analyze, we are all takers from the day we are born. Forget born in the womb you are taking. So there is one National Geographic special on the womb. What is happening? I was thinking of showing it in the retreat, you know. You have not seen the some of the documentaries, some of them are fascinating. It's incredible what goes on. That heart of yours was like a lump like this, you know. Any doctor will tell you it's like a square lump. And by itself it starts making the tubes. And then the tubes curl on the tubes, and then there's a valve inside. Have you seen a valve? Small white thing in the heart. The went for open heart surgery. Incredible thing. It controls everything. That thing malfunctions, you're dead. Who put that valve there in the womb? Your mother. She was only eating pakoda, samosa, <laughs> watching TV. Durdarshan was going on those days. No? Chaya Geet. <laughs> Something is doing it. Now also you are in a basement. Oxygen supply is here. Not switched off. Somebody has kept it switched on. Every moment of your life you are breathing. So, he who takes, he is saying, you are taking, taking, taking all the time. There is no thought of repayment. You are a thief, man. And when you go to the temple or church or mosque, what do the people go for? All this you've given is okay. What more are you doing? Let's talk about that. That is your attitude. Give me this, give me that, do this, do that. See, the whole thing is opposite. Whatever everybody is doing is opposite of what should be done. That I can tell you. <laughs> for sure. Because I believe Mark Twain says, whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect. Definitely there's something wrong if you're on the side of the majority. So, this is tamas. The When you take, take without any thought of repayment. There's no awareness of what you've got. So forget the, forget the divinity. That though you can never repay. At least a thought should be there. So much has been taken. Let me try and return. Somehow. 
people that you are with, your parents, or your, the teacher who taught you A, B, C, D. Have you ever, the thought ever come? I'm reading this, learning this, somebody taught me something. No awareness at all. Just want more. This is the problem. Doctor does a life-saving surgery on you. Huh? Here, fellow makes a small cosmetic error, they go and sue the guy. How can you survive in the in a when you think like that? It's not possible. This is stealing, thieving. So never get into this frame of mind. So he says, thief. So this is the lowest. Tamasic is thieving. And this craving for free is a form of thieving, stealing. And the, all of you have, <laughs> or you when I say the world has that weakness. That's why the whole marketing is free. Do this, you get it free. Do this, you get free, free, free. What is this free? You don't want to pay for what you take. That's the free. Why? First thought should be, whatever I'm taking, let me pay. No, how can I get without doing something? That weakness, the lottery and all, all this is that weakness. Gambling, speculation. It's that weakness of not wanting to pay for what you use. That's all it is. So you don't have that. Consider yourself one step higher in life. One step grown. I don't want anything free. I refuse to have that thought. You can, something is free, it's free. But that thought should not be. So, this is the 12th verse. Then next time we meet, next week, he talks about the Rajas and the Sattva. This is Tamas, the lowest Rajas, what it is, and Sattva. Okay? Thank you, Gautamji. Today we learned that by working in a spirit of service and sacrifice in our field of activity, one will be amply rewarded and continue to remain energetic. For more information on our live weekly lectures on the Gita and Vedanta, please visit our website, vedantausa.org.